This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Well, the first freeze of the fall months is coming to Alabama. This freeze warning is a little earlier than is typical in the past autumn months of the state. The National Weather Service says the freeze watch goes into effect from Tuesday night through Thursday morning. Temperatures could drop as low as 26 degrees, so outside pipes should be protected, as well as delicate or sensitive plants, and don't forget your pets. A bill that was proposed by Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville has been signed into law. Tuberville's bill increases the amount of life insurance benefit payouts that are made to military members and their families. The Supporting Families of the Fallen Act bumped up the payout amount from 400000 to 500000 The insurance coverage amount has not been updated since 2005. Tuberville says the families of American heroes deserve this support and appreciation for those who made the ultimate sacrifice. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration is now fining Dollar General once again for unsafe and unhealthy working conditions. This involves stores that were inspected here in Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. The fine is $1.6 million. OSHA says that they found dirty storage areas, materials that were unsafely stacked, fire hazards, and blocked exit routes. OSHA has already fined Dollar General $1.3 million in penalties, for similar violations that were found at three stores in Georgia. Florida prosecutors have dropped their case against Mark Spinevolo regarding a missing Florida woman whose body was found here in Alabama. Now the St. Clair County District Attorney here in Alabama is planning to charge Spinevolo with abuse of a corpse in the case of his former girlfriend, Cassie Carley. Spinevolo will be extradited to the state at some point. Spinevolo had been charged in Florida with tampering with evidence and giving false information in a missing person's case. Carly went missing from Florida in March of this year after she had recently met with Spinevolo regarding the shared custody of their four-year-old daughter. The property where Carly's body was eventually found in Alabama belongs to Spinevolo. Last week, the Daily Detail reported about the ongoing legal battle of an Alabama death row inmate and his impending execution. The case of Arthur Miller involves him wanting to die by nitrogen hypoxia rather than lethal injection. And he says that the state lost the paperwork regarding that request. The state was cleared by the U.S. Supreme Court to go ahead with a lethal injection with Miller, but they were unable to do so on September 22nd because they could not find the proper vein to administer the drugs. Now the attorneys for, now the attorneys for Miller are declaring that to be torture and are asking that any further scheduling of lethal injection not be done. Matthew Clark is an attorney with the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty. He recently wrote an editorial piece for the 1819 News website about how Miller's legal battle exemplifies how our nation and the state has gone soft on executing criminals. I was able to catch up with Clark to talk further about this case. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, you know, if, if, we, if we elected to um, give uh, Mr. Miller the, the way to, to choose his execution, I mean, I, I can see where he's coming from. But on the other hand, um, you know, at the end of the day, we, we can't we can't keep drawing these executions out indefinitely. If you look at what happened with Mr. Miller's case, he claims that he elected to die by uh, nitrogen hypoxia. But and then he claimed that the state lost the paperwork. Now I'll confess I have not reviewed his case file, um, so there could be things out there that I don't know about. 
but generally speaking, you know, it just seems to me to be a very convenient excuse to say, well, hey, I elected to die this way, uh, but you, you lost the paperwork, and we can't really prove it. Um, and by the way, I sat on this for about four years before I finally brought up the problem. I mean, all of that to me just reeks of delay tactics. So that's why I think, yes, we ought to go ahead and proceed with lethal injection. Do you, ha- um, I, do you have any inside knowledge on, <laughs> I, I don't know that you would, but just curious, do you have any inside knowledge on when they would be ready for this nitrogen hypoxia? It seems like it's been a long time running. Uh, no, I, I don't know. Um, and if, if I could be mistaken about this, but if, um, if I'm correct, I think Alabama has authorized execution by nitrogen hypoxia, but uh, to your point, they haven't um, really implemented it yet. They, they're not really, you know, uh, set up um, for this execution method. And a big part of the reason, I think, why these alternate execution methods take so long to get set up is because of the anti-death penalty litigation that they keep facing. Um, that's a pattern that we see across the country and in all of the states that authorize capital punishment. So, uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, it, it, we're, not, we're not even, as a practical matter, we're not even free to try to uh, execute people the way that they prefer to be executed because the anti-death penalty lawyers keep tying our hands. So they, they really put us in a no situation, a no win situation, which is why I think we ought to just say, look, you are taking advantage of our, our humane instinct to try to show as much mercy as possible while we serve justice. And while we're certainly not going to inflict cruel or unusual punishment, we are going to start proceeding with executions. And we're, we're not playing these games anymore. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news. A report is coming out of the Washington Post that has identified 50 U.S. technology firms that have sold their software products to middlemen in China, only to have that product then sold to the Chinese military to be used with missile technology. The firms in the U.S. have been funded by federal grants and contracts from the U.S. Pentagon in order to develop these software products in the first place. The Washington Post went out and interviewed scientists who have worked with the Chinese military academies And these scientists confirm that the products purchased from America are used for highly specialized aeronautical engineering software for Chinese weaponry. The U.S. does have export controls in place when it comes to software that could be sold to entities that threaten national security. However, some of the middlemen companies who are buying this technology have yet to even be put on that list. Sometimes there's even a fourth company that gets involved as a pass-through entity in order to further distance the middleman company from being connected to the sale of hypersonic missile technology to the Chinese military. Well, moving from China to Russia, the Daily Mail says that they have documents showing a $40 million real estate deal between Hunter Biden and the wife of the former mayor of Moscow, Yelena Baterina. This deal would have occurred while Joe Biden was serving as vice president in the Obama administration. Batarina is the same woman who has been known to have given Hunter a $3.5 million gift, and the reason for that gift has never been fully made known in the media. Now we understand that the $3.5 million was a fee for Hunter as he used the $40 million to invest in American real estate market. That included the purchase of seven office buildings in Texas, Colorado, Alabama, New Mexico, and Oklahoma. The documents for all of this was given to the Daily Mail from the Kazakhstani Initiative on Asset Recovery, that is an anti-corruption group. Another report from Judicial Watch and the Daily Mail is about an experiment that has been going on at Boston University regarding gain of function with the coronavirus. 
The scientists there are now being roundly criticized by other scientists within the community for coming up with a hybrid virus. What the Boston University group did was use the original coronavirus along with the Omicron virus, and they created a new strain that was then tested on mice and now has an 80% kill rate. Professor Shmuel Shapiro within the Israeli government says this is nothing short of playing with fire. Dr. Richard Ebright of Rutgers University in New Jersey says this is a clear example of -of gain-of-function research happening right here in the U.S. Boston University claims their work is to get ahead of future virus outbreaks, and they also say their work was approved by the Institutional Biosafety Committee and the Boston Public Health Commission. Two Georgia men are filing an emergency complaint with the Election Assistance Commission and the Georgia State Election Board after QR code failures were found in 65 of the 67 Georgia counties where they were able to obtain records. Kevin Monkla and David Cross say the Georgia Dominion machines are exhibiting the same QR errors that occurred in Tennessee a year ago during a municipal election in Williamson County. Would The system error would not count ballots that were submitted correctly through the tabulator, thus calling into question the vote totals that were given. The two men have had a battle to obtain the records in Georgia, and in so doing, they found even more problems within the elections of poorly monitored processes and procedures. And a former news anchor who is now running to be the next governor of Arizona is taking on the term election denier. Carrie Lake is running as the Republican gubernatorial candidate, and she was approached this week by members of the media asking her if she's an election denier in that state where Republicans have uncovered enough fraud within certain counties from the 2020 presidential election to say that the results are not trustworthy when it comes to Donald Trump and Joe Biden. And one of them has a most of them were asking, is she a, 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 an election denier, Carrie Lake? And that was like, like going around on all different cable news. What do you elaborate on this? I'm actually shocked you asked that question, George. <laughs> well, actually, Anthony, where's Anthony? Once in a while. <laughs> You know, I, I did a little, actually, Anthony. Anthony, how old are you? 20. Are you a journalist? No. Well, you did better research than half these people. Um, let's talk about election deniers. Here's 150 examples of Democrats denying election results. Oh, wow, look at this. This is from, this is from uh, Joe Biden's press secretary. Reminder, Brian Kemp stole the gubernatorial election from Georgians and Stacey Abrams. Democrats saying that. Is that an election denier? Oh, look at this. This is outright Hillary Clinton. Trump is an illegitimate president. Is she an election denier? This one says, was the 2016 election legitimate? It now definitely is a question worth asking. That's the Los Angeles Times. So it's okay for Democrats to question elections, but it's not okay for Republicans. It's a crock of BS. Every one of you knows it. We have our freedom of speech, and we're not going to relinquish it to a bunch of fake news propagandists. Since 2000, people have questioned the legitimacy of our elections. And all we're asking is that in the future, we don't have that have to happen anymore. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your electronic device, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of The Daily Detail on whatever podcasting app you've been using to listen. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out about The Daily Detail by sending a link to a friend or dropping me a five-star rating. I surely do appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again tomorrow. 
and I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 